0: Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the state of endpoint security, and it's my privilege to be speaking with Dan Schiappa, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Products with Sophos. Dan, it's a pleasure to talk with you again. It's great to see you again, too, Tom. Now, Dan, you've just released the results of a new State of Endpoint Security Today study. Can you share with me some of the highlights of that research?
1: Yeah, it's a really fascinating piece of research and to some degree you look at the stats and you just uh, get wowed by them. And and the highlights are are this simple. Companies are still getting hit by ransomware. It's still a very, very big issue. And when you start to dig into the details of how they get hit and why they got hit, what you start to learn is they don't really fully understand all the different approaches that hackers take to, to have successful ransomware attacks. So, for example, 54% of all the organizations we polled were hit by ransomware, and a vast majority were hit by ransomware twice. And so that's a pretty big number, and it's a, it's a pretty telling stat. And, and furthermore, when you, you dig in a little bit deeper, a lot of these ransomware attacks that we've seen, the most notable ones, for example, were with WannaCry NotPetya, the entry points were exploits. So 54% of those organizations feel that they're, they're really open to an attack uh, by way of exploit, and so they don't have the proper exploit protections in place. And that really makes a lot of sense when you hear the next stat, which is that 69% of organizations don't really understand anti-exploit technology and what the, the risks are. They don't understand the difference between a, a malware attack and an exploit attack. And that's one of the ways that lead them into this. And, and when we, we talk further about that, um, 77% of them were actually using traditional endpoint companies, fully up to date. Um, and they were still uh, hacked and had successful ransomware attacks uh, launched against them because primarily those are through exploits and they didn't have the proper protection.
0: Dan, let's focus for a moment on ransomware. What are some of the myths and realities that you've uncovered
1: So I think the the myth is that people are protected with some of the -the off-the-shelf technology they've been using for the past many years, regardless of how up-to-date it may be. What's happening is these ransomware attacks are very sophisticated. They're leveraging exploits. Many of them are coming from these ransomware services. And what happens with entrepreneurial hackers is they have to have effective technology and, uh, you know, perpetrating an attack or the people aren't going to pay those subscription fees to get access to that technology. So you're getting a lot of polymorphic, very, you know, high entropy, exploit based ransomware attacks. And some of those traditional technologies just don't protect against them. Yet some of these companies sit back and think that they're in pretty good shape and, and have the right protective measures.
0: Dan, more specifically, what did you learn about the endpoint security controls that many organizations are employing now?
1: Well, I think they're not as effective as they hope. Uh, When you have 54% of the people being attacked by ransomware and and a a big chunk of that being attacked twice, they just don't have the effective technology. And part of it is the lack of understanding of things like exploits and how to protect against exploits. And so I think what what we've learned is is you, you have to really go out with a solution that's going to provide broad coverage against the various types of attacks and something that is much more predictive than reactive. In the uh, the previous world of security, you had reactive technologies. You saw an attack somewhere. You built the defense to hope that you can block it should that same attack happen again. That doesn't work anymore, and you have to be predictive. You have to build technologies that are um, out in front of what the hackers may do next, so understanding what types of techniques hackers would use to exploit a vulnerability understanding what types of malware may come your way by using things like artificial intelligence and deep learning, that's really what customers need to be focused on.
0: Dan, given what you have shared with me, what most concerns you about endpoint security defenses as we proceed in 2018?
1: I think the key thing is as an industry um, and as a person who would buy from a vendor, you have to find companies who are doing relentless innovation. Innovation is super critical because what we're up against is now is is capitalistic hackers, right? With these services and 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 obviously just ransomware in and of itself, it's hacking for profit, and that changes the game completely. Um, when you're doing hacking for profit, you know you're only going to make profit if you're effective, and so whether I'm offering a service to other hackers or I'm the hacker itself. If I have something that's not effective, then I'm not going to make money. And so as a result, they're doing lots and lots of innovation. And uh, they're taking that innovation and putting it in the hands of lots and lots of hackers. So as an industry, we have to be on this relentless innovation mode where we just have to keep moving forward and moving forward. And we have to do it in a way that's building technologies that focus on predictive measures and not reactive.
0: Now, what concerns do you have about organizations' understanding of anti-ransomware, anti-exploit, and deep learning technology?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest fear I have is that people don't understand best how to test and ensure that what they're using and what they're buying matches the marketing. And it's a very, very difficult thing. When you look at, you know, every endpoint vendor out there is going to talk about how they're super effective against ransomware and all these advanced attacks. But the proof has to be in the pudding. You have to be able to prove it in the real world. And that's a very difficult thing for a lot of vendors to do. So we, we recommend several things. One is look at the public test. I think that's a very good way to gauge the effectiveness of products. And and we won't see all the vendors in the community in those public tests, but I think it's still a good, a good measuring stick to do that. There's also ways to test these things yourself in a safe environment. So um, pretty shortly we'll be publishing a cookbook where we actually walk you through the various steps of how to do this testing in your own uh, environment in a safe way. And then in the worst case, reach out to some of the testing organizations who will do a private test for you. If you have some specific needs or if you want to test some very specific things that are maybe unique to your environment, they're more than happy obviously for a fee, but they're more than happy to go out and do these tests for you. So, so for me, it's really go out and make sure that what you're seeing on the marketing side is married to what goes in the real world.
0: Dan, you're introducing a new version of Sophos Intercept X. How will the new features help organizations to get a better handle on exploits and ransomware and at the same time improve endpoint protection overall?
1: Yeah, so we focused primarily on the predictive. So we wanted to cover in, in three key areas. One is protection specifically against ransomware. So we look at the behaviors of malicious code that is executing a ransomware attack would do, um, and we we try and predict what types of behaviors they would uh, provide and jump in front of it. So for example, when the WannaCry outbreak happened, we blocked all the ransomware attacks for any customers using Intercept X. Same with NotPetya. In that case, we blocked the exploit, which was a bootloader exploit, and so that's the next is um, there's about 27 different techniques that hackers can use to exploit any vulnerability in any product. There's things like heap sprays and stack pivots and code caves and, and what we saw with WannaCry with the asynchronous procedure call exploit, Mimi cats with credential theft. And so what we do is we build protections against those techniques. So we don't scan malware. We don't ever have to seen a piece of code or, or an exploit ever before. We just know that those are the different types of techniques that hackers use to exploit a vulnerability. And then the last piece is the introduction of deep learning, neural networking. So this is a form of machine learning that's really the most advanced form out there in the cybersecurity space, where we're actually using a collection of, of independent neurons that uh, you know, frankly operate a lot like the human brain. And so that makes it much, much smarter. It gives it a, a much of larger opportunity to train uh, with large data sets, which is really important with any machine learning to be able to train data sets. And so that gives us the opportunity now when we see malicious, portable, executable files to be predictive and not have to have ever seen that file or even that family of attacks before. And we can kind of build a model now that will work out for, for things that uh, frankly haven't even been written yet. And so that's what we're focused on is this predictive nature across ransomware, exploit protection,
0: and deep learning. Dan, great insight. Thank you so much for sharing the highlights of this research and the information about Sophos Intercept X. Thank you very much, Tom. It's a pleasure to talk to you. We've been talking about the state of endpoint security, and I've been speaking with Dan Schiappa, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Products with Sophos. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.